0: Happy Monday, April 25th. Kelly, it is a national telephone day. Happy telephone day to you.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I, what about the national smartphone? Are we going like old school to like the old school phone where you can actually like hang it up physically?
0: Funny. You should ask about that. And kids, if you want to know about the old school hang up phone, just Google <laughs> it. It's on Wikipedia, but there are seven or there's nine billion smartphones on the planet. According to the National Phone Day, which is interesting because there are 7 billion humans on the planet. So uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of like type A weirdos with special jobs in D.C. who have two phones, which just stresses me out to no end. Like the fact that there could be possibly two phones in your life, I couldn't even imagine. But there are still 900 million landlines that are popping around.
1: Wow. That surprises me.
0: And I wonder if Alexander Graham Bell, back when he invented the telephone, was like, someday you will use this to take photos of your chili fries and also get lucky.
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Had he only known.
1: Live
0: from DC.
1: Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the real fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast.
0: You know how much I love getting into sports, sports ball, sports action. We got some sports news. Woo, sports.
1: Well, before we get into uh one of the games that's happening tonight, we do have to give a little shout out to our boy Ovechkin. Um he went down in last night's game with um what looks to be could be a severe injury. No word on how he's doing. Of course, on Tuesday is the home closer, and they have a couple games on the road to close out the season, and then next week starts the playoffs. So, Ovi, sending you some good vibes. I'm sure you're in good care, but uh, he left the game early, and you know that not a lot takes down the Russian machine.
0: It never breaks, from what I understand.
1: The Mystics are back. They're playing their first home game on Wednesday. This is so exciting. Of course, there are champions that never got the parade. Mm -hmm. Poor ladies. Hopefully that will happen this year.
0: I've been loving seeing them get all ready for the season. You got Deladon, you got Natasha Cloud, and new to not the team because she spent a season in a boot, but she's ready to finally take the court, Alicia Clark, who I've had uh, the absolute pleasure of getting to hang out with and spend some time with. She was in Seattle when they won two championships. Then she came to the better Washington, D.C., and she is ready to go. And uh, She was a guest on my podcast, Walk a Mile, and um, just... You've maybe seen her on the court be like a fierce competitor, but she's such a fun, interesting and hilarious human. I think it's absolutely worth giving a listen and getting ready for the season opener. What was it like coming to D.C. as an opponent? You know, the arenas around the league that are like heavy, like have great fan bases and that are going to be tough places to play. Obviously, D.C. being one of those. Mm-hmm. So you knew it was going to be a fight and they always they I needed like I'm a part we, of the team now. Yeah. We. <laughs> well, back then, they I wasn't a part That's of it. That's true. But you mean when we won the championship? Is that one? (laughs) In between our two years that I won mine? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, she brings all of the sass and all the fun. And we went for... It was like her first time really exploring union market. We saw the murals, talked about all the things. And I introduced her to Dave Thomas Circle, which that was fun.
1: (laughs) That's a hard one to unpack.
0: I was trying to explain it to her. And like, the Wendy's is closed now. And she's like, "I I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, just i'll send you some articles
1: (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's a little nugget if you're a washingtonian that you should Mm -hmm. know about
0: (laughs) and i I challenged her kelly i i told her that i would buy her a dinner in dc at the place of her choice if at some point in one of the post-game interviews throughout the season she can weave into and it gets aired somewhere that defense was as confusing as dave thomas circle (laughs) <laughs> or some dave thomas circle reference in a post-game interview she was like all right challenge accepted so now i'm gonna be watching all the mystics post-game coverage to see if she if she actually does it do,
1: do you know what let this poor woman play basketball and not be like worried about your antics
0: well, listen she's a foodie and i'm like you can pick the restaurant and she's like all right game game on let's do this
1: okay so we, we got that to look out for
0: that's what i'm keeping track of this entire mystic season
1: All right. Some more exciting news in sports. D.C. and Baltimore are teaming up together to co-host the 2026 FIFA World Cup, um, which is kind of exciting. This is how it's going to break down. Baltimore would actually get the games at the M&T Stadium because they have the capacity and check a lot of boxes for what they can do for the World Cup. And D.C., this is kind of cool. I know you're not like into this, but D.C. would get like the, the festival and the fanfare and all the activations on the National Mall.
0: I mean, I guess in relation to, like, the world, Baltimore and D.C. are pretty close. But it kind of feels to me like folks being like, I live in D.C. Oh, where? Arlington. I feel like it's – we don't have a stadium. We we, we let our stadium rust. So, if, I don't know that we should be allowed to have the World
1: Cup. I'm just saying. It. Oh, you're you, oh, I see. That's what you're salty at. Well, okay.
0: Well, and, I and, think somebody, pretty- and something, like, fell apart with FedEx Field, like, so like it won't be there. Yes. So, like, yeah. FedEx Field made sense – for it to be there but i feel like the bike sometimes baltimore it takes instead.
1: sometimes it takes as long to get to dc to fedex field as it does to baltimore if not longer <laughs> <That's true. laughs> with That's the traffic true. and you know it's what it 25 minute 30 ride uh um, train ride from dc to baltimore Oh, a tra- yeah,
0: that's true. You take the train and you a get off of at Penn Station, Penn to Union, and you walk down all the way. Uh, it's yeah. Penn Station's further from M&T Bank Stadium than you think it is, though. I I made that mistake one time when I was going to see my husband in Baltimore. I was like, I'll oh, just take the train, and I got out of Penn Station, and I was like, Holy crap, I'm far from Camden Yards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, we'll see if if we get it. I guess we'll find out in the next six months or so for make it to the next round i i just
0: i i listen i would love to have a world thing happen like in our region and it'd be so cool to have the festival on the national mall but i f- i feel bad for baltimore in this scenario because it seems like the festival is like the fun thing like brings in the tourists well, for you tommy
1: <laughs> for you it is but there's some people that are like really into the games
0: just saying is all okay
1: <laughs> then it's all also right, not you know
0: fair the- for us <laughs>
1: Did you hear this really bizarre story? I love the DCS kind of broke it down, but apparently there were a bunch of people in the Alexandria Delray area last week that were hearing these like wind chimes. And what was bizarre about it is that it was like people were hearing it in different parts of this, of like that area. So um, they, they quote this one woman who was in Alexandria, then she went home to um, Delray and she could still hear the same wind chime. So it wasn't like it was a random wind chime. And then of course, Next door, you can imagine. Oh, the, I'm sure the, it was. The, the listserv, the neighborhood listservs, people were posting like, what is this? Is it mysterious? Is someone like pranking us? I mean, all the things were put on the table. Finally, they have broken it down. And I still have a lot of questions. But apparently there is, quote, this is in all capital letters on decius. This is a giant voice system is being tested out of Anacostia Boeing. What, what does that mean <laughs> i mean obviously it's used for emergencies but like what type of emergencies and what's what would be coming out of there like what triggers that quote giant voice system
0: is it like a hunger games kind of sound i know right like so too, bizarre too, too,
1: too. And the, right and also like why can't we hear it over here i mean i'm up in at northwest dc but like do we have one? Is it the same one? Does the volume just need to be turned up? Is there another one that's too close by? I don't know.
0: And what kind of an emergency denotes a wind chime? Like, if, if there's an emergency, I would like the, like, on my phone. I would like a very stark sound to not be like, hark, is it a wind chime? Or are we <laughs> needing an emergency service of some sort?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that is, like, if I was in Delray, because Delray is so, like, hipster fabulous and, like, local and just, like, wonderful whimsical if i heard wind chimes in delray i wouldn't think twice about it i would just be like oh this is the <laughs> this is what delray sounds like in my head like there's yoga studios and mindfulness and like local restaurants i would just think wind chimes
1: mystery's been solved
0: no it hasn't i have more questions now than i did before
1: okay well you're the reporter here go figure um, it out yeah oh, okay
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> if you're counting on me then you would be waiting a while but you know what if i hear about it in my travels i'll figure out what the giant voice system is are we sure it's not like the giant foods voice system and like they were paging people for more sell, more cereal or something? What? It's called the giant voice system, like shh, clean up an aisle three.
1: Like, oh, I see. Like cereal. OK, got it. Like giant <laughs> foods. OK, got it. I the, missed that reference. The
0: giant voice system sounds also suspect as well, too. Like, what are we going to call it? the emergency alert system? No, no. We'll call it the giant voice system. People will definitely <laughs> yeah. pay attention then. <laughs>
1: We're, we're all learning something new every day.
0: I guess so. Uh, last night was the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. It was back in person at the Kennedy Center. And Jon Stewart was the honor. So every year they honor someone who has shaped American culture through their humor, um, but also like held up a satirical and like factual mirror to the society in the way Mark Twain did. And you know what? I understand that if Mark Twain were still around, he and John Stewart would be probably good friends. And uh, (laughs) all of his, like, correspondents in The Daily Show came, and Jimmy Kimmel was there, and Chappelle was there, and um, other celebrities that, Kelly, you got a a, a glimpse of before they got to the Kennedy Center, right?
1: Uh, Yes, I also heard Bruce Springsteen was there as well. But, yeah, my husband and I went down. We heard on good authority, we actually had some photos, that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davison were staying at the Four Seasons, which – they, the Four Seasons did not confirm it, but if I know my hotels around the D.C. area, I definitely saw them entering a back garage on Saturday night. Oh, so we went there. there um and had some dinner we we love the four seasons um and then as we were leaving we just happened to like kind of sit and wait for a moment in the lobby just to like let our food digest and uh we (laughs) did see jimmy kim jimmy kimmel leave with his wife and a bunch of other people i there was one other famous person we were trying to figure out who it was i don't know short guy older gray hair he was definitely part of the posse but i i couldn't i we couldn't we couldn't figure it out was it ed helms I don't, no, no, I wasn't, no. Um, And, uh, but we did not see Pete and Kim leave the Four Seasons. Not for lack of trying, but I think they went out of their own separate entrance. Because they were probably, I mean, like the star power with that couple, that's probably like, they're probably the most sought out. But, oh, I know what I have to tell you too. What? I did not know that this was part of the culture. There was like a posse of people and like regular clothes outside the Four Seasons with like posters of like the famous people right so they had one of pete davison they had one of uh jimmy kimmel and john stewart like all that they had and then they had sharpies looking for autographs oh. it was like a it was like a group of like 15 to 25 people like a little groupie spot right outside the four seasons wow i don't know i don't know if it's a cottage industry i don't know if they're fans i don't know what they, they sell this stuff but it was really interesting
0: Maybe it's people that Kris Jenner hired to stand outside to cause a spectacle around her daughter and make people pay more attention to her. Could also be that,
1: perhaps. <laughs> Just I don't know. That was the momager.
0: Thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming. You never put anything past the Kardashians. They're a wily bunch.
1: No. No, And so the big question will be all these celebrities are in town, which is incredible to see the Kennedy Center once again uh, after a two year hiatus having that tradition. But we have another big tradition coming up this weekend. We got a little break here in D.C. with the White House Correspondents Dinner returning to uh, D.C. Uh, the president has confirmed that he's attending, which has not happened in not just because of the pandemic, but because of the other administration not attending. So it will be uh, interesting to see the star power coming out
0: yeah truly because it's been a while since it's been back and so i think it's either going to be like a total celebrity petting zoo or it's going to be sparse but i i you, you never know
1: yeah and then you got to categorize too. like definitely the media dc media elite will be in attendance mm. and they're like kind of like micro celebrities
0: yeah totally you know
1: right so there's that i bet
0: jake tapper gets stopped at starbucks <laughs> for sure
1: but Trevor Noah is hosting, and he was supposed to be there la- or last night, and he was. Now he's yeah, gonna be here on he, Saturday.
0: He, I, I got on the red carpet, and I got to see the show for uh, Mark Twain Prize last night, and Trevor Noah was not there, and there were actually Pete Davidson made a couple of Trevor Noah jokes, um, and uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen performed. So apparently, John Stewart is like the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan, and so Springsteen came and performed for him for the Mark Twain Prize, which was really cool. And um nice. the show is gonna air on WETA and PBS across the country. But what, what was really neat, um one of the or several of the groups that John Stewart has helped being the 9-11 First Responders, who he like so famously and vocally advocated for uh on Capitol Hill, also a bunch of wounded warriors, and um Israel del Toro, who was um a man who was injured um overseas and had just like burn marks on his face and uh just had been through so much he and john became real life good friends through all of this um because he was through bob woodruff foundation he was like a a wounded warrior comedian they have like a comedy program yeah. and um john didn't know that he was going to be the guy to actually present him the award oh. and um it was really interesting That's like so uh, like the back end of it all this poor man had to hide in the hotel for two days. <laughs> so all of the celebrities were out and there were like dinners and things that they were all going to. And he was like, this has been great, but I wasn't allowed to go to any of the things. Cause I was a surprise. <laughs> um, but that moment on stage, when, when he walked out, actually John's son recognized him first and was like, Oh my God. And they, you could see them like having this conversation, like as the show's happening, like when they realized he was in the room. So that was really cool to see. Like, um, after all of the the coronation of Jon Stewart, he cared probably most about that guy being there, which was cool.
1: That's very cool. That's very cool.
0: Yeah. And I got to chat with him, too, on the red carpet, just about, um, like, his work off of the comedy stage. Speaker Pelosi said that, you know, when Jon Stewart comes to the Capitol, he brings star power, but he also brings knowledge, which is not something a lot of stars bring to the Hill. And... <laughs> he responded to that when you go down there the hopes of all the people that uh are counting on you to carry their flag into the halls is there and so you don't the driving force is not to let them down not to be a poor advocate for them to live up to uh the faith that they've put in you so you better know your stuff and, and that's what we're trying to accomplish And as comedies change, as media has changed yeah. Where do you think the place for comedy is Just in our American discourse, still important? Uh, it's not as important as curse words But it's up there There's, It's curse words Singing competitions It's actually pretty low Now that I think about it It's strip clubs, comedy Okay, yeah, it's low But it's there, it's all you can do Get on the board, man, that's all you can do If nothing, he's hopeful.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think that comedians, while may not be viewed this way in sort of the... the, They're very intelligent, right? They are tackling some of the the issues and trying to find humor around it and Mm -hmm. timing and jokes and stringing, you know, a comedy special together, stringing it all together. Takes a very special skill set, so I think the majority of comedians are very smart. It's how they use their that intellect for good. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, some so. yeah, some don't always use it for good, but some yeah. some like him and yeah. they played so many clips last night. Like you forget like how revolutionary The Daily Show was. Yeah, right, right. when it, when he took it over in like two thousand in like nineteen ninety nine or earlier because yeah. they covered the 2020, the 2000 elections and all the way through. um. And so, yeah, you just think about that. And his new show on Apple TV plus the problem with Jon Stewart. I think it's, I think it's great. It, it's a little bit more like educational than the daily show was, but it's so funny. And they dive into like really serious topics like inflation and like the cancer that service members are getting from burn pits um, from, from when they were stationed overseas. And just these like really, hard topics that he makes them he puts cheddar on the broccoli if, if that if gets <laughs> to eat your vegetables
1: well that's that's very cool so i'm I'm glad the celebrities were out and about and we'll have to keep uh, looking for them as as dc does another tradition this weekend with the white house correspondence dinner
0: totally and it's interesting too when you think of like president Zelensky in the in the ukraine and like an entertainer who then had a higher calling they're like John Stewart and president were used in the same, like, oh, sentence geez. five million times last night.
1: Okay. All right. It, well, didn't we already have an entertainer in the White House? We've actually yeah. had a couple. If you Reagan and Trump.
0: That's true. He's not. So John Stewart's not not running for president. But then they showed, okay. like, clips of that rally that he and Colbert had on the mall. And it was this, like, whole goofy thing. But, like, the the speech he gave... And then, like, the mall full of people, it was just – it was – I'm not saying he's running for president. I'm just saying he's maybe running for president. Okay. Although he said he's not running for president, which is what you say when you're not – when you're going to run for president. <laughs> you say you're not going to run, and then you run
1: for president. I, great. <laughs> I mean, have fun.
0: <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see me, but I'm just doing the shrug emoji.
1: <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to Amazon. Uh, it's happening. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. They're making headlines. Once again, they've gotten the green light from Arlington County for that giant helix structure. That um, they, they had to like make some changes to it, figure out the green space, figure out the public space, make sure it wasn't like it was cool with the FAA, that it wasn't going to be blocking any planes, taking off from DCA. Mm-hmm. Kind of important thing. But they've got the, the go-ahead, so the construction is going to uh, start any day. On that, which is just incredible.
0: And they're talking about it being done by like 2025, which is like soon going to be before Baltimore hosts the FIFA World Cup. So you got that (laughs) going for you.
1: I mean, it's hard to believe that that it it will get done that quickly because it's just such a massive structure. Yeah. But, you know amazon's known for their speeds we'll see
0: and how do you build a helix too like i've seen buildings go up that are pretty square like generally square <laughs> but a helix you gotta like have curved pieces and I, mm-hmm. it's a whole other level so a way to go amazon for figuring that out and it's like I, I was stuck in traffic on 395 over the weekend um in the passenger seat my husband was driving and i was looking at like the hole in which the helix will go in and it will it will definitely be a landmark for sure
1: I mean, it's going to redefine the, the skyline in D.C. Mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And cut to 2025. You'll be able to go back and listen to this episode when we speculate about the Helix. You can go all the way back and listen to episodes in 2019. There's so many episodes on our podcast Eid. What are you doing? Why haven't you started um, binging just yet? There's, there's a <laughs> lot, you can, lot you can enjoy.
1: Yeah, I don't know about binging. But anyhow, we will be back. We'll see you next time.